0: Welcome to screen time, movie streaming and everything in between. I'm Gary Tangoy along with Drew Yano, who's a little dressed down today. It's yeah, I've ne- listen, I've known yeah. you a long time. Yep. You're right. You've been a college professor, been an attorney. I have never seen you in a plain t-shirt. And and I'm not in my underwear either.
1: This is in keeping with today's show. Yeah. And um and in honor of Jeremy Allen White who is uh the star of the Bear, which we're going to talk about today, and uh, I want to honor him because it's a great show.
0: And he wears a t-shirt. That's the only wears a t-shirt costume. in every scene. I every guess scene. basically. But it, I, I noticed. that
1: They said I'm going to wear one. What the
0: hell? Costumes are easy on that show. So the Bear, which is on streaming on Hulu, it is an FX production. It is about a young chef, a beard medal winner, as you mentioned, played by Jeremy Allen White, who's known as Carmy. Uh, I mean, in the show. Car- Carmi the uh returns home to run his family's sandwich shop. And it is called a bear because his nickname is Bear. Like his sister calls him Bear. His Uncle yeah. Jimmy calls him Bear. Everybody else calls him Carmi. Um, and then so they, this sandwich shop in Chicago family style, uh, which was, has been run by his brother. Before but, that, his mom and pop. And his mom and pop. His brother commits suicide and leaves the shop to him. So he has to come back from New York city where he's this great chef and run the family business. And I'll tell you, I think it is a fantastic show. Jeremy Allen White, of course, he was in shameless played Mm -hmm. lip and shameless, Um, similar character, uh, similar tone, but he hits it out of the park. And, you watched the first episode, and you weren't that sure on it the first time, right? No, I watched
1: way back and what it was it the fall or something, and yeah, and you and my daughter both said, "You've gotta see this, you gotta keep watching, so I did, and I'm gonna tell you what I think. The bear is a perfect example of why the movies are dead. The movies are no longer the predominant form of storytelling. I mean, everybody's watching us, you, me, everybody. In our lives up until now, the predominant form of storytelling was movies. That's what we all concentrated on. To a lesser extent, TV, books, theater, even further away. But it's now we we had we had our you know we had our pot about you know movies are dying, and we went through the whole thing. And this is an example. You couldn't have pitched this as a movie in Hollywood. You're just describing what you just did. A guy's a chef. He comes back from New York. His brother's killed himself. It's a sandwich shop, and he's going to take over the sandwich shop. And I can hear the producers now. They'd be, well, that's not a story. That's, that's a premise. That's not a story. I don't understand. What does he want? What's his goal? But they'd be doing the whole thing. And you'd have to get it done in two hours, and it wouldn't work. You, you, you couldn't do service to these characters in two hours. And it couldn't have been network television because it couldn't have been, you know, like a comedy, like 24 minutes, you know, for every episode. And it couldn't have been, you know, the, the the network dramas because they wouldn't allow what this show needed, which is the rawness of it, the, the swearing, the, just the They never would have put this on TV. Streaming does this. And it's why streaming is the predominant form of storytelling.
0: And, and here's your perfect example. The bear. So... What hooked you after the first episode, other than me and and, and Megan telling you to watch it? Well,
1: it, it has three things. For a show, it has a great premise. We just described it. It's a simple thing, but there's characters.
0: Oh, are there we characters?
1: all want characters? Great characters. If we watch these shows. What do we talk about? We talk about the characters. It's got a stable of great characters. It's got great writing. I mean just phenomenal writing and great acting. So those characters, the, the actors just do a great job with the characters. I read somewhere that the woman who plays Sydney said it was all on the page, yeah. which is a
0: great expression. Well, but well, let's talk ready. about her for a minute. I mean, Sydney is played by Ayo Uh She's a young actor, and her role is she shows from Boston, up from- by the way. She's from Boston. Oh, she is. I didn't know that. She's from Boston. Went to Boston Latin. No kidding. Mm-hmm. Oh, excellent. Good research, Adriana. Um, Well, she's fantastic. And she fits in perfectly because she's there because Carmi's there. Yeah, She is a terrific cook. She idolizes the bear. She idolizes Carmi because he's a beard medal winner and she wants to learn from the best. And, you know, she's a bit of a maverick. You know, she she has trouble fitting in um, in the culinary world, but she's very talented and she wants to learn from him. And what I appreciate about her character is in the past, a character like her, a young woman coming in, good intentions, they were perfect, right? Like every great, like, and the actor is terrific. She's a terrific actor. Her character is flawed, like everybody else. Yeah. Like, and that's what makes the characters so rich. Every character is flawed, likable, but flawed. Well, and again,
1: army right you know, uh, jeremy allen white yes he's a, he's named one of the top chefs in america best new chefs in america but there's more to it because you see in his backstory through flashbacks that it wasn't all glamour and oh, no. so he's he's flawed and hurt and scared and everything else and he hasn't talked to his brother in two years And I don't want to ruin it for people because you haven't seen it. You know, you got to watch it. But I am mean, like you said, they're not perfect.
0: Well, they're not perfect. So to to set it up and to get people involved again is that, you know, he wonders. There's a mystery with his brother. He never understood why his brother sent him away. His brother said, you can't work in the family business anymore. And there's a reason for it. And if you watch the entire series, by the time you get to the final episode, you understand the reason. Yes. You get it. And there's a terrific real reveal in the final episode that is so big and comes out of nowhere that I had to sit there for 30 seconds and actually think about this and kind of just process it. So that's why it's worth the trip. Um, his brother, who again committed suicide, he wanted his his younger brother to run this business and he set him up to run it in a way that we don't expect. Yes. Which, which is terrific. So another problem is that when Carmi comes in to take over the restaurant, he's $300,000 in debt to a loan shark known as Uncle Jimmy, played by Oliver Platt. Well, he's not. Michael was. Well, and Michael Platt was, but now he in, is. Uncle,
1: Uncle Jimmy comes in and says, hey, it's your debt now. Right. And, you know, so
0: and it shouldn't again, be that way, but it is. Yeah. And and again, a payoff at the end. But the other actors I want to mention in Lionel Boyce, who's Marcus, Liza Colonzeos is Tina. Um uh Eben Moss Backrack, who plays Richie the cousin and the thing that I find really interesting here, he's Drew, great is- by the way what's that? he's great by the way oh, the, no, phenomenal Abby Elliott plays his sister this guy Maddie Matheson plays Neil hes he just and he doesn't work there he just fixes things he never leaves a real life chef by the way he's a real
1: life chef with a restaurant in Toronto that's supposed to be like the hottest restaurant
0: I wonder if he's a consultant that's so awesome. formal or not he
1: probably you know contributed yeah
0: yeah oh my god that's great knowledge um so what ha- the thing that amazes me about this and get your thoughts would you say that 80 percent of it is shot in the kitchen
1: oh yeah it, this could have been a play almost would have been tough to stage everything but it's internal i mean it's inside it's in one room there's a lot of great chicago scenes set in chicago i love chicago it's a great city and but yes, it's in that kitchen and it's chaotic because restaurants are chaotic. I worked for a brief time in a restaurant. I, I, I washed dishes and I bust tables. And, you know, I wasn't a chef, but, you know, the chefs hated people like that. Um, but it's, it, yeah, it's all inside here. And, it you know, moves. they take you out enough to so that you you feel like you're not trapped in there. but but. At the same time, they want you to be trapped in there because they want you to feel the chaos. And it's, you know, a lot of shouting, a lot of moving around, a lot of moving parts. Yeah.
0: You know, and then not only does not only does the character of Sydney, he wants to become a great chef, but also the subplot of Lionel Boyce, who plays Marcus, he wants to become a great baker. Yep. And remember the episode where he's trying to make the perfect donut? <laughs> I mean, this poor guy, he just wants to make the perfect donut. And Carmi's screaming at him. Dude, come on. You gotta make, make the cake. some bread. Make the yeah, cake. All he right. wants make is the cake. chocolate cake. Make the cake. We're serving cake. Make the goddamn cake. And Marcus is trying to, he's trying to make like the perfect donut. And there's something romantic about food. I mean, being Italian, you know. I mean, there's something, I mean, it's something very romantic about it, like the Kitchen Confidential book, which was terrific. You know, there's something just so compelling about the kitchen and great food
1: i think uh, what i loved about it is i mean the last episode is entitled brujol i can't tell you how many times i watched my mother and my grandmother make brujol um you know, they that, use italian it? words that i know and it's just you know it's it's very realistic i thought and um they they show the chicken piccata that his mother made lemon chicken piccata the sisters, you know, this is these small touches. The sisters on a phone with him, and and they have a tough relationship. And she's cooking while she's talking to him, and she's. He says, "What are you making?" He says, "Mom's chick." She says, "Mom's chicken," and he writes it down. You know, lemon chicken piccata, You know, because he's always thinking of something. And and of course, Sydney wants to make the risotto, right? right. Which plays a part in the thing. It's it's,
0: it's very good. It's. It, it some of the funny things about it though, too, is he owes the 300,000 to Uncle Jimmy. He has to start doing like birthday parties, like just anyway, just to do a stag party. party. Uncle, Jimmy, Uncle Jimmy's son, I think, or somebody once has a stag party, so they close the restaurant for the night, the sandwich shop, and they have it there. Um, the other one is they they went to uh, oh no, Uncle Jimmy's I, I got confused. Uncle Jimmy's son or little kid had a it's birthday party, so they go to the house. To, to feed the kids. To feed the kids. Don't give it away. do won't give it away. But 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 this is the type of stuff that happens. But he does that, something that makes it memorable. Yeah yeah right. So they so so they have something going on to just keep the restaurant open. And again, they flash back to this guy, you know, being a, a, a beard medal winner, you know, mm-hmm. a, one, the top chef in the country. Interesting enough, as I looked on IMDb, but I didn't notice it. Joe McHale played that New York City chef was yeah, screaming at him? Yeah. Who's in his nightmares. And I was like, I didn't even recognize the guy.
1: Yeah. You oh, know? the Glasses
0: and stuff. Yeah. So check out the bear. I don't, I don't know if a lot of people are watching it. I mean, it's picking oh, up. Oh, yeah. People. Oh, no. It was
1: it's picking it up was hotter than a pistol this summer and fall. Was it really? Cause I, yeah, didn't... it really was. Um, it has huge found. Look, he won us. He won a Golden Globe. I don't know if he won the sag. He got nominated. I think he won the sag. I mean, that's how good he is. I mean, he's the, there's a, there's a scene, I think it's in the last episode, when he goes to Al-Anon. Because right. His brother right. was an addict and, a, and probably an alcoholic. And he delivers a monologue. You know, they ask him if anybody wants to get up and speak and he goes up and I'm telling you, that scene alone, that's given the award. It's phenomenal. Watch the bear. Yeah. And, and you know who else is in it? There's a guy named <laughs> Rick Witaska, who plays Paul the husband of Sugar oh, right, sister.
0: right, right,
1: right. He's the guy in a progressive commercial <laughs> with, with Dr. Rick. You remember those progressive commercials? Don't be like your parents. Right. He's the guy, he was in a bunch of them early and he's he's in the elevator one this year. You see the uh, on all the football games, you, all, you had to have seen that one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dr. Yeah, yeah. Rick's in the elevator with the guy. That's him. <laughs> he's great. He's great too. It, everybody's great. That's and Molly Ringwald, me. Molly Ringwald, Speaking of Al-Anon, yes. she's in Al-Anon, but yeah. there's a scene in Al-Anon where she delivers, she's good, gets up to speed. And I love it because it's the Chicago thing, right? And, right, 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 right.
0: Um, it's all good, the bear. Also coming up on our YouTube channel and check it out wherever you get your podcasts. We're going to have our top five movies or shows with an animal's name in it. So make sure you check that out. And I, And I'm going to tease something because
1: I'm going to tell you what our next... Show is going to be, but I'm not going to oh, tell good. you. Oh, good. I'm you glad you're off. telling everybody uh, else before you tell me. But that's fine. I'm not going to. I'm not going to tell everybody. I'm going to tell you afterwards. Oh. but you know, I feel like we get on the show and we gush about stuff, and you know, we should because if it's good, you should gush. I mean, I didn't expect to gush on this till I watched the whole thing. But there's a couple of things that we should talk about that are pretty popular now that I think suck, <laughs> <laughs> and I want the opportunity to say. That I think they suck, and well, I don't know what everybody's talking about. And that's so, what we're, we're
0: gonna. We're that's gonna a tease. And our next, next one is that,
1: and and I'm not in my underwear. I promise you, I have shorts on, but I'm not in my underwear. This is to, this is in honor of Jeremy. You did a great job, Jeremy, and it, you know it's perfect.
0: Well, I think you should wear the t-shirt. It makes you look tough, and you're gonna tear some people up. And the the episode is gonna be entitled "Why Drew Thinks These Shows Suck." <laughs> that, that could be good. That'll I, work. You to do it. All right. For Giuliano, I'm Gary Tagway. Again, check out all our episodes on our YouTube channel, Screen Time, uh, at Drew and Gary on Twitter. Also, follow us on Instagram as well. Uh, And again, also on our YouTube channel, we'll have our top five films with animals' names in them. A lot of great feedback we had on the action movies, so we appreciate it. Keep your thoughts coming. We'll see you next time. All right, Chef. Mm -hmm.